Della Vadova. Prigioni with the steal. Paul's trying to beat him off the dribble. Let's move on. Uh, let's see. We talked about the Blazers. What the fuck they're doing? Zion. Is Zion coming back? Is that that's the other thing I was thinking about when they made this trade? Is Zion coming back? Nick, is he coming back? I'm skeptical. Uh, I mean, the last like pictures they saw of him off the court, uh, he did not look to be in great shape. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, so considering what well, he, he, I think Basketball Reference has him at like 6'6, 284. Shit. Uh, oh no, he's at 317 right now. Oof. Yeah, I don't like it, coming off a foot injury. I, I think they should take their time with him and wait until he like he's in relatively good game shape for who he is to, to bring him back. But uh, I don't know, maybe they're an impatient organization and just want to see him play, but they probably shouldn't if he, until he's like in shape. Dude, this, this is <laughs> the organization sorry. that lied to fans about when he was coming back. So anything is possible. Uh, Logan, I, just, I, love, I love, I love how the two superstars out and Ingram are just complete opposites physically. Ingram's like one ninety plus and six eight. Zion's like six six and three seventeen. Yeah, I don't think we've seen it ever seen an NBA pairing like that, right? No, I can't think of that. <laughs> like, well, the there's that, like that. Um, and like it was in the nineties or like the eighties with uh, Manu Bull and Muggsy Bogues were like teammates for like one year, and I like, did that side by side picture. Let's see, if I can pull that up. That's true. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. We're the next yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Muggsy Bogues. What a guy. Is he alive? Oh, man. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yo, I, dude, I think the worst, man. I'm like thinking pe- people could, yo, people, I'm sorry. Like these past two years, man, since COVID, yeah. like people just keep dropping. Since like, COVID, I think everyone just kind of like, Questions now, like Anthony Mason died. No one remembers that. Yeah, years I, remember, ago. I remember Mason died. That was a sad yeah. shit. That was sad. Oh, um. Man. So yeah, I think over overall, like, what do you guys think? Is that coming back? I don't know if I. I think he's but... coming back. I think that like they. I think they're gearing up. I think if Zion comes back, does anybody really want to play against that team? No more. Who's going to get away in the way of three hundred plus pounds Zion Williamson in the paint? <laughs> Good luck. Um, how is he gonna even keep up? If you just go baseline, you're gonna outspeed this dude. He is a fast guy. For 280, I don't know about 317 though. Dude, it's like right. a train. Good luck. People did, get did you, bounced. Did, did you see? Remember that when inside the NBA was roasting him for doing like the warmups? Dude, he oh, looked yeah. like he looked like a fat kid on the playground. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he did. <laughs> So I don't do think, think he's, he's coming back. back? You don't think he's coming back? I'm the only one who. I just don't think back. he's physically capable of coming back this year unless he like just takes his weight seriously for like the next like month. Dude, I think it's entirely possible the Pelicans will rush him back. Like that, that, that is totally within the realm of possibilities. But I, I think they shouldn't. He shouldn't come back until he's at a reasonable oh. weight, unless oh, they yeah. want to like ruin his feet. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to be reasonable. Right. Well, he had, I think he has to become reasonable weight, then he has to learn how to play with that weight again because he hasn't played for, like, almost a year. Right. So, like, yeah, it's going to be at least a month, I think. And I don't think New Orleans is going to wait for that because I, I think they should just play the long game at this point. But who knows? Okay, we can move off of Zion. So uh, we've already mentioned the Clippers, right? Where, yeah. where were they in the standings? I was just looking at like it. Like nine, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just eighth. Eighth, yeah. Now we They're had mentioned such a fun team to watch, man. Yeah, we had already mentioned that, like, well, this was like what a week ago, two weeks ago. We were just talking about like how they were in the possibility of just blowing it up. Now it's just like retool. Let's go, like we're ready to go. So with these trades, like, like what's the plan? Do you do you guys think that does these guys are coming back? Like Kawhi or PG? Yeah, I mean, you mean um. Uh, Kawhi is locked in until like 2024 or 2025 because I guess it's a three and one. No, 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 no. Oh, you mean this season? Year. Oh, I don't Kawhi Kawhi is definitely not. I don't know about Paul George. Kawhi, though, I think. Oh, that's interesting. I think we're we're both on the opposite ends of each of them. Oh, you think Paul George comes back? I think Paul George comes back before Kawhi does. Interesting. Yeah, I think Kawhi does come back. I don't think Paul George does, but yeah, it's very hard to believe this front office because like they didn't like when Kawhi went down against who was it? The jazz, his injury. I think he was listed. I think it was like day to day or questionable. It wasn't like he was listed right. out. It was really vague. Yeah. It was very vague. So like they keep talking about like the way they treat injuries. I don't want to believe anything they put out. And that's, that's what fair. leads me to leads me to believe like if they're, I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, Nick, earlier that like um, Lawrence Frank was talking about, you have an opportunity to get these guys for as you would do it. Right. Like if you know that, like if you know something that we don't know. Right. Like, is there a chance he like that's what keeps bugging me? Like, are they coming back? Um, Let's see. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, when you put this topic in the, in the Google Doc, my initial thought was this is like a next year play because Norman Powell is under contract for like five years or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. he just got a huge deal. And I'm assuming Covington is expired, is a free agent this offseason, but this could be like a, a tryout to re sign him easily. But like what you're saying, uh, totally possible Paul George inquire ahead of schedule and could one of, one of or both could be back this season. And like this could be a huge boost for them because, like, like we said before, they got. Powell for like nothing like that, that that's a huge upgrade over justice justice Winslow and Eric Bledsoe so th- this could help them kind of bump up the standings a little bit and maybe move out of that play-in range Logan um I think Kawhi I think just logic looking at like the length of injury I think Kawhi has the best chance of coming back before Paul George does mm-hmm. um I don't and like what Nick was saying because like Powell's locked in there's no need to rush Paul George back because they're there's even if they like do come back, they're gonna be like a six, seven seed at best. Like they're probably gonna have to play in the plane anyway. So is it worth risking Paul George for like a low playoff spot or just play for next season? I think the Clippers are a little more smarter than that. They'll just play for next year. But I think they can if if they do maintain like an eight-nine seed without Kawhi, and I think the soonest Kawhi could come back is probably like right before playing. Um, I think like it doesn't hurt to bring Kawhi back in because like worst case scenario they make a pretty good playoff run because their future's already set anyway. You know you'd rather end up on a high note. So, but that's only if Kawhi is healthy enough to come back. Right. So like I know Ka- they're not gonna rush it, but I think Kawhi could come back because I've seen reports that he's like advancing his um recovery. And I know like it could be false, but usually when they say they're advanced, it usually ends up to being a good sign for the mm. most part. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, like, I remember when they were playing that TNT game against the the Suns, nobody had asked, nobody said a single word 
a single word about Kawhi Leonard. And randomly, Chris Haynes comes on TNT and is reporting that Kawhi Leonard was coming back. And I'm like, wait, what? Nobody has asked about this dude in a while. We just naturally assumed mm-hmm. that he wasn't coming back. So mm-hmm. maybe, do you think they, with this current roster, wherever, let me see, what are these standings again? Okay, let's see. They're at. Lakers are not, I know that. So do you think they have a chance? Let's see. Did, do you think they have a chance to jump the Timberwolves or the Nuggets? Timberwolves. If, if Kawhi yeah. is back. No, I'm saying right now. Like I'm saying. Oh, I'm right now? Speaking. Right now. I think they can be Timberwolves. Yeah, they can probably. Jump so you think they can be the seventh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that'll be a six, though. The Nuggets are playing too good right now without Jamal Murray. Right. All right. So let me see. If they could figure out a way to get into that, like that five that maybe the five six seven range like the five six yeah the five six range like i think maybe they come back or at least one of them comes back mm-hmm. i think they could do you think they win a series and the five range uh, five six i don't i mean do you think do you if they th- match up against memphis they could win a series do you see it happening though because dallas is five games ahead of them and they're like peaking right now i right I, I don't know. Like, I think like this is a different boost, man. Like, you get like you have like you're replacing players that weren't doing that much for you for players who are productive right now. I see. I see. Maybe six. If if there's six, I could see Kawhi coming back. And yeah. I don't know if Paul George should come back because either way, I'm just telling you, Logan, don't believe what they say about his injuries, man. I just I don't trust. Yeah, yeah. Injuries, man. I I'll trust. Um. I'll just go with whatever I hear, but I'm not going to just fully go with it because, like, I know that there's also a chance that Kawhi doesn't come back or he's probably, like, way behind. Okay. I just think that usually when I see those reports that someone's ahead, for the most part, it leads to them coming back relatively well. Like, everyone was talking about Clay was ahead of his recovery and he's back and he's, like, not terrible. He's not playing like, you know, he used to. Like, I don't think anyone really thought he was going to play the way he used to, but, you know, he's playing a solid role. So, um, that could be the same thing with Kawhi. I just wanted to say as a as a rebuttal, like I think Golden State was pretty like like they're pretty for they were pretty forward about it. Like about mm. about Clay's recovery. I don't think they had a right. reason to lie because I think they wanted to use it to like motivate fans for like because now they have a new arena, like mm-hmm. they're playing well. Like I mean, you saw like how they were against the Cavs, man. How yeah. excited they were. So like I just don't think the Warriors had a reason. I think the clips have they're like <laughs> they're kind of a, like a shady organization. I'm sure they like have like I'm sure like it's just it, despite like who their owner is like you know energetic and stuff. It's like cloak and dagger with that organization when it comes to certain things. This is also the organization that traded um, Blake Griffin six months after he signed a max extension. So just want to put that out there. That's true. Same management too. So you know, uh, so. I'm not gonna start this topic. You, somebody else, stop. All right. So we're moving on to like the juicy stuff right now. We're about an hour in. Just want to say that now. Yeah. Um. So we all have our opinions on Tom Thibodeau. I made mine clear. I think Steve's made his clear earlier. So Nick, what do you think? Do you think Thibodeau is gonna um? You think he's gonna stay with the Knicks this season, or think he's gonna get fired? Uh, That's a great question. Yeah, I think he at least uh assuming like we don't like 
go to a dumpster fire and lose like the next like 30 games, 20 games, the end of the season, he at least gets to the end of next season. Um, with this front office, I, I feel like his, his, um, I guess like pedigree and, you know, track record speaks for itself enough where he'll get an extra season. There was, uh, I listened to the, uh, the Strickland uh, podcast earlier this week and they had on Seth Partnow and they had a really interesting discussion about this. Whereas I think they really framed it, uh, really well, uh, Fizz is almost a victim of his own success in the last season, whereas he he's so good at turning like below average to like bad teams into these very respectable kind of consistent teams. Whereas you know we're now at a point where we have higher expectations, but like we're just not there yet in terms of like what those actually are. So uh, it's just kind of like, is he the coach to get us up to the next hump? Probably not, but like he's he definitely got us to where. We're now, we're no longer, it's no LOL Knicks. It's, that's not a thing anymore. We're like, we're a very respectable team. And even though we, I think like, like us, a lot of other Knicks fans, like it feels like the sky is falling, even though like our, we, our season hasn't been that bad. Like it, it's not, it's not great. Like some of the, on court, wins, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the our, our record isn't that bad considering how, you know, frustrated we've been with the on court performances. So I, I think Fibs gets enough time until next season, but I think after maybe next season, assuming we don't have like a big jump, it's probably time to move on. I think, I think Fibs, um, I don't think he gels with the Knicks front office and what, what the front office oh, wants right now, because, um, and I, I don't I really just still can't wrap my head around Fibs saying that he wants 48. It just doesn't, it still doesn't make sense. Like the type of player 48 is and the type of player Fibs wants are different. First of all, Ford doesn't even play defense. So that's already like out of the picture. It should be. Um, but the thing with Thibodeau is like, I think the front office wants to kind of just play our young guys right now. And like, because that's the reason we trade for Cam Reddish, you know, so he can get minutes. But apparently Thibs didn't want to trade for him. But it's not like Thibs is playing Kevin Knox anyway. So like, I think Thibs is thinking we should be competing for like a, t- a title championship. He has that like almost Russell Westbrook-like mentality, you know, like overcompete and always try your best, whereas we're just not there. And, like, without a point guard or any offensive system, with which is, like, you know, Thibs is not going to have an offensive system, um, Randall's going to struggle, especially with RJ taking over. So I think that the – I think the two odd people out are Randall and Thibs. I think everybody else is perfect for our team, just those two. And maybe Mitch, maybe. I, I'd rather keep Mitch. He's been playing really good. I don't know if it's for the money or if he's actually going to play that way after. That's another discussion. But um, with Randall and with, like, Bibbs, just they don't fit. And I think get rid of them when they ha- – actually, at least with Randall, get rid of him when you have value for him then, like, later. Because what if next season he has, like, a 1920 type season and his trade value decreases? You know, like, we get way less for him. Whereas we could have gotten, like, a superstar for him uh, earlier. And then with Fibs, it's like – I don't know if we should fire him this offseason – because, like, we need to – unless we have a legit, like, coach that can take – that can gel with this roster and take it to the future that the Knicks front office wants it to, which I don't know. Like, I don't know if Johnny Bryant could do that or not. I think he's still the associate head coach. Um, right. So, as of now, I would just keep Thibs. But I would also – if I was the Knicks front office, I'd also just be looking for guys who can, like, you know, coach defensively and also coach offense or something like that. Because that seems to be the identity you want to lean towards. Like, defense first should be – uh, what it is because like the Knicks are known for playing you know having elite defenses and that is the way you win in the NBA nowadays 
and you know have some kind of offensive identity too, which we don't have with Thibs. You want me to start? Yeah, you're you're good. Last night, the Knicks were getting blown out away from home against the Denver Nuggets, a team they haven't beaten since maybe before since the Mellow trade, maybe. I don't think they've beaten them in in uh, in Denver that long. So um, that night, last night, when they were down 15, this motherfucker left those damn starters in, and R.J. Barrett fucking twisted his fucking ankle, and I thought it was the worst. Any guy who's going to be coach of this organization who puts players like that after fucking having a history of leaving a guy in there and pretty much altering altering not only his not only altering history but that dude's personal fucking like career like I'm sorry like I can't like he's I can't on the team it. too D-Rose is on the Knicks he should it's, be a constant reminder of that too yeah and you know the worst part he's also injured too because oh my god yeah just because because these damn fucking minutes like I I, I understand like Thibs wants to play his minutes, but fuck, fuck's sake, man. I thought, I thought maybe after like, I thought maybe after, um, what's it called? After um, Minnesota, he would have learned his lesson about you know, like minute restrictions and shit. And like, I understood last season because the guys were young, and those guys haven't been put into situations in which. Like, they had a chance to do something. So I understood it. But this year, like, the Knicks have depth. They have – Obi took a step. Quickly was taking strides in Summer League. Quentin Grimes is good. Cam Reddish has showed flashes. Even – even um, oh, what's his name? Jericho Sims has shown something. He showed something last night that he can defend in space. Like I just, it just does, it just doesn't make sense. Like I, like I've already gotten mad already, man. I've already taken out my frustration, and now it's just like, like I'm sad. Like I, I, I like, like I loved Thibs all of last year, and I thought maybe he had learned. And I understand offensive scheme. I think, I think, like, the writing is on the wall, and we didn't talk about it earlier, but like Gerson Rosas just got hired, and I don't know if you guys know. Gerson Rosas is also the guy who replaced Tom Thibodeau in Minnesota. So I, wait, I, as a head coach? As no, the, as a uh, oh, as GM right. in uh, Minnesota. All right, all right. So I don't know, like I don't know what that means for Thibs, but I think I think what Nick early uh, Nick said earlier was right. I think he'll get them. I think he'll get the Mulligan for the year because of the success, his pedigree and mm-hmm. because of the success of last year. But I think the, what the Knicks, the Knicks front office has obviously realized because of these trade, you know, trade discussions that they fucked up in the offseason with their construction of this roster. Also, they didn't bank on like this type of regression from like one from Kemba. My God, like yeah, it's not even like he's not even like there's not there's one thing of being like the star that he used to be. But we're not getting any production from the point guard from that point guard position. And Thibs' refusal to try even quickly is baffling. That he would go to play a guy who like I like Burks, but like 
And I thought maybe it would work if they ran shit through Randall and RJ. But like when they make, uh, they gave the ball to Burks and he, they said, here, construct the offense, do something with it. It doesn't work. So I, I, I think they're going to give him the year. I think they'll give him, unless something catastrophic happens in the next, in the next like 30 plus games or so till the end of the year. Like, obviously, I don't think, like, as much as I want them to, I'm, like, a hopeless romantic, and I don't mind if they had made the uh, the plan just for, like, the fans' sake because, you know, I love seeing, like, the fans happy for once after seeing all the years of frustration, like, after the Phil, the Phil Jackson years were dark years, so, and so was the Fisdale years. So, like, going through that frustration, I don't want to, like, I, like, I don't mind going through, like, a bad year but I don't, but I'd rather them play the kids, play the guys who deserve it. They're like, I thought there was, this was supposed to be a meritocracy and it's not seeming like that. It just seems that like he just wants to play these guys. Like there's the notion that he doesn't play Rooks. I just don't know if that's true. I think he just plays vets more than he likes playing Rooks. He just wants to stick to the guys that got him that are like respected in the league and that's fine and all, but like, if you keep repeating the same thing, it's fucking insanity. And I just, I don't know of how much more Nick fans could take it. Like, I think they'll voice their displeasure. And if it keeps up, if he keeps it up and like, like I said to you guys earlier, like if Cam Reddish doesn't fucking play tomorrow, I I, I don't know what, like, I don't know what's going to happen, man. Actually, I, I want to disagree with you on the, um, the, the rumors about Thibs not playing his rooks. I actually agree with those rumors. Cause like I just looked up, right. Remember, um, Quickly doesn't really get minutes. And like last year, he he got 19 minutes a game and he uh-huh. averaged 11 points on like, you know, f- almost 40 percent from the floor, 39 percent from three. So like decent efficiency. Halliburton got, you know, 30 minutes and averaged 13. Don't use the so game like, as a reference point. No, no, no. But I'm just saying that Halliburton was a rookie and he, you know, quickly was almost like he's a rookie of the year candidate for most of the year. Uh, he was always in the top five. And so was Halliburton. And Halliburton got 30 minutes and had put up those numbers. Quickly almost matched his production with, like, 10 less minutes. So, like... And playing behind Alfred Payton, who was just yeah, oh a my dumpster God. fire. and should yeah, not have been on the NBA, like, period. Yeah. Right. So, I'm saying, like, you would think that he'd play quickly more, right? Because he only played 19 minutes and averaged 11 points, which is really good. You know, the efficiency might not be there, but we weren't really an offensively efficient team last year. So, like, that makes sense. Last so, year, last year we weren't. We were mostly defense. I mean, our efficiency was high because we got fast break points. Which what is this me. year then? This year, oh my dude, our that's the thing with Fibs, man. There is there really is no offensive scheme with him. It's just fast break and defense, and it's really not hard to coach fast break. Like I'm sorry, it's not. And defense, he's very good at. I think I'm reading the book you sent, right, Steve? Yeah. And like, um, I think it was Joe Laker or someone of the Warriors staff, um. He said they, had to, they should take a more football approach to the game and have a bunch of assistant coaches help the main coach in developing and in, like, you know, having different schemes or whatever. And I think – I know it's not going to happen, but if Thibs could stay on as a defensive coordinator, that would be, like, the, the best thing we could have because he really changed our defense around. If we kept Thibs for just handling just the defense and brought in someone else to, like, you know, mastermind an offensive scheme – it's a general like scheme and overall for the team who can gel better with the players who actually plays the young guys. That would be amazing for us, but I just don't see it happening with them. Cause like Fibs, 
Yeah, he, he accomplished a lot with us. I don't want to like go too far off topic. He's accomplished a lot with us, but he's just not our coach for the future. And like he just he's just a stubborn dude, you know. Like it's so similar to Russell Westbrook in terms of coaches. Just the inability to change. Yeah. Like no matter what you would think after like what, what was that? Was 10 years since the Devo's incident, you would think he'd change, but he hasn't. Yeah, I had bad flashes from that when I watched when I watched RJ get injured. I was like, no, like this is. Good. Wait, how bad was it? How bad was the injury? I thought it was like, bad. They they had to help him off. So like, did they confirm what it is? Because no, actually... it's a, it's it's just a sprain. It's a sprained ankle. Thank God, but it, it looked bad. Right. Like RJ doesn't like you know RJ. RJ isn't like that type of guy that like yeah that no, he... around in pain like that. Like he like if he gets injured, he's like injured. And like I don't get this whole notion that he has to play rj and randall 37 38 minutes a night why are we doing that man we have we have Toppin, who can probably be better if, and, and honestly if you give randall some rest there's a good chance that he'd be better yeah i just think that i don't want to blame that's what well, i don't want to blame the entire offense on Thibs to be done with a point guard either but like the whole mid the rotations and everything i just i can't stand with them anymore nick um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I lost where I was right there. No, you're good. It, 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 it's, yeah. gotten dark. <laughs> it's gotten really dark. I like, I stopped laughing. Like, cause like, like the RJ thing really got me mad. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually kind of scared for a minute there. Yeah. Take your time, Nick. Don't worry. We're here. No, no, no. I, I, I think Logan said most of it, you know, it's just like, um, Fibs is just kind of like, like you're saying, like the, in, the inability to change is so frustrating. And like, like, he would be so good in a defensive role, but that's probably not going to happen. So, yeah. It's, it's just like last year, they had a bunch of good coaches. Like Mike Woodson was there. Um, yeah. Was, there was a. Um, Johnny Bryant was a good coach. Johnny Bryant is still here. Kenny, he, what was the dude? Listen, Kenny Payne? And Kenny Payne was here too. He was like, huge for Randall. Yeah. Like, these, this team is not the same team, man. Yeah, Wait, did, they, did we really lose all our assistant coaches? I thought it was just Woodson that left. No, Woodson and Payne, Payne left. Oh, Payne, dude, Payne brought that toughness. And look, dude, look at honestly, look at Randall with Payne. Look at Randall without Payne. Like right. last year, Randall was aggressive, man. Yeah. This year, Randall's like you know jumpers and doing all this like you know guard shit that he's not he's not supposed to be doing. Yeah, I think um, I think one of the other things that I wanted to highlight um is that there were there's already a lot of a lot, a lot of Nick's Twitter is like calling for Johnny Bryant to be the next coach. I don't know a lot about Johnny Bryant. <laughs> I'm scared yeah. about that. I don't know yet. Cuz remember Thibodeau was at least experienced, you know? I don't if if he if Johnny Bryant's a bad coach, it's almost mm-hmm. like how we fired Mike Woodson and Brian Derek Fisher. I mm-hmm. think the I think the difference is is like I think they like maybe they think about it like similar to like how Ty Lu was, where he had been Johnny Bryan has been on like coaching staffs before, and this could be like his chance because he knows he knows the staff, like he knows the players, like he you don't have to accumulate like he knows new he knows New York, so like I think they're thinking maybe along those lines, because otherwise like I can you guys think of a coach that's like out there that like could be better right now that like. That is available. Uh, that's available. Listen, George. I think I was reading it earlier to yes uh, today before we got mm-hmm. on. George Carl 
and 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 uh no 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 no. listen to what i'm saying george carl and um what's his what's that dude in detroit dwayne casey both got coach of the year and both got fired it's not out of the realm possibility oh yeah yeah definitely not not out of the realm possibility i just don't think um unless we have a legit backup then I don't think we'll fire him. But honestly, knowing Leon Rose, dude, this man like knows half the league. I'm sure he'll he'll find right. somebody. I think he brought in Johnny Bryan for that reason. You think so? I think I think they they're I think they like Johnny Bryan has been offered other jobs, and he's turned them down. Has he really? Okay. I think if like for, head coaching jobs, college, just like coaching staff. I think it, for like college jobs, I think. Right, definitely college jobs. Yeah, and I remember okay. he was the assistant. He was the assist, uh, He was one of the assistant uh, coaches in uh, Utah. So I think he had been a, he had been around, man. So oh man, if we build our team the way Quinn Snyder built, like Utah or like Quinn Snyder coaches, them, that'd be amazing. Shit, I'm. <laughs> if they don't get out of the first round, you may get a chance to hire Quinn Snyder. Oh, that's not a bad one either. No. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, the last thing I wanted to ask, I'm not asking you guys about the All-Star game. I, w- I It's a topic, but, like, Logan, do you want to talk I, about I it? Don't, I, I don't care about yeah. the All-Star game, honestly. Nick, it's it's Nick, not fun Nick, anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I, I could give a fuck about it. I don't care. Um, the real question is, um, is everybody getting traded tomorrow on the Knicks? Last question. I think I – Nick, you go. I don't know. Uh, if anyone gets traded, my bet it's like Fournier or Kemba, but I, I'm I'm not certain. I feel like someone's going to take either of them right now. Interesting. I know someone who's going to take either of them. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Bro, I would not be surprised if pill. the Lakers and the Knicks have a trade. If Russell right. Westbrook is a Nick tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. And honestly, it might just be an upgrade at this point. Like Russ. Dude, Fournier doesn't fucking fit, man. At least Russ, at least he can kind of lead. Like, he's not – he doesn't play good as a three, but he's a decent – like, for at least for us, he'd be average as a one. But I don't know about – I don't know how I feel about Russ and Randall and RJ all sharing the ball. That's going to be – Jesus Christ, what the fuck is right. spacing? No spacing. I, RJ can space. RJ Grimes are the only guys who could space the floor. Cam Reddish, if he gets is minutes. Is he starting? Off the bench, he can get minutes. Because Burks will be gone now, so you have to give someone minutes. I don't mind it, honestly. Like, we get rid of cap space. I mean, Russell Westbrook, is, he isn't the worst thing to have, honestly, right? Like when's he? He's he's just for contract. Yeah, when's he for contract? You can't make any moves. Like this is it. Like if you make if you the thing about the thing that like hinges. I love I like me some Russell, but like obviously he's had bad years. But like the thing about Russell's contract is if you trade for him, you can't make any moves next season. He's got a player option. Forty-seven million. And you think he's well? Actually, we we could trade Randall. We could shop Randall too. But all of this tomorrow. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, for, at the end of the season, because Russ is not going to be a free agent this, this year. He's going to be here for a little bit in the long run. So I'm saying if we have Russ tomorrow, our season's already shitty right now. So honestly, it doesn't make a difference. Like, we're, what, a 12 seed? Like, we're not going to be any better, even with Westbrook or without. So then why not? Why trade for him? Well, I mean, he fits Thibs better. I mean, unless we have a replacement coach in mind, which I don't think we do, Thibs is our guy for the next at least one to two years. Right. You know, assuming things don't go south. 
So like you might as well find someone who can at least kind of fit with him. And then eventually, if we get rid of Thibs, Russ is probably going to be in his like mid thirties. So like at that point, he'll just be a bench dude. Like he won't be a star. He'll just be too old, and off the bench, he'll be fine. So like honestly, it could work for us. It's just our spacing won't be good initially. I just no, I don't know if it's just initially. Well, if we it's trade, I, I think we'll trade Randall. Honestly, I feel like we're going to trade him in the offseason. Like, look at look at the shit that's been happening. If you're if maybe, you're trading uh, recently, if you're trading, oh my god, what the fucking Blazers fucking beat the Lakers. I love that. Russ didn't even play it. I don't think LeBron played either, right? Please tell me who. No, I'm pretty I'm sure they right did. Now. If they played, dude, dude, I'm, I, I, I yeah, LeBron, LeBron, had, LeBron had 37 and seven. Davis had 17, six and seven. Horan Tucker's 14, Johnson 11. Like they weren't, but yeah, and first time is 29 points. That's good for my fantasy, honestly. Nurkic 19 and 12. I mean, where's this paint defense, AD? Come on. I don't know, man. Uh, the Lakers just they need to. It makes so much sense for the Lakers to do. It makes so much sense for the Knicks to do. Like, imagine imagine if you had AD and LeBron with, like, Burks and Fournier. It makes sense for them. And Mo. I'm not saying it, and it Kemba. Make sense. It, yeah. it makes sense for them. And they get younger. And Tell I'm me, saying for us. If you're trading for Russ, if you're trading for mm-hmm. Russ, you're expected to make playoffs, right? Um, This, uh, playing, I say playing. Do you think they'll make the plan with Russ? I think we can if... Russ and Thibodeau work out, which they should on paper. But if Russ is going to do some bullshit where it's like he gives half an effort on the court and then gets mad at the media for asking him about it, if he's going to do that, then oh. what makes it change? Like he's going from one big market to the other. Because his role is going to change. He's not going to be a number three in New York. He's going to be the lead guard. Whereas in LA, he has to kind of play off LeBron, which is a problem for him. But in, in New York now, Randall finally gets that lead guard right and russ he's not a bad playmaker he just he's just a nutcase because he's just he's too hyper i think he's just too too much energy too much chip on his shoulder too much like you know trying to prove too much uh russell westbrook he just stopped nice that's that's a good way to end it it's a good way to end it you can't be talking about these trades, man. You can't be talking about these trades. You can't be talking about these trades. I was just about to ask you, like, yo, what's your opinion on it? I guess yeah, I hear your opinion and I'll end it. I don't know what happened to him. Wait, you answer me now or no? Oh my god. No, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, no, yeah. My thing froze. It's first. a it's a sign. You can't be talking about Russell Westbrook to the next. Mm-hmm. You can't be you can't be talking about it. Yeah, but we could Nick. If he fits with Thibs, it's not a bad trade to me. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I'm gonna ask you two questions. One, would you want to bring Russell Westbrook to the next? Uh, no, uh, I'm I'm more skeptical of the fit, and I think he's a little he's a little washed, uh, and the contract's a little scary. I, I hear what Logan's saying. He, it, it probably isn't that terrible in the long run. I just I, I, I don't really want to watch Russell Westbrook on the next at this point. Yeah, and then this, and the second part. Do you think they make any trades? I saw rumors about Detroit asking for Mitch and the Knicks inquiring about Mo Bamba. Yeah, I, I forgot who it might have been Bagley or Berman, but someone tweeted out uh, earlier tonight that like uh, everyone on, on the roster is available to some degree, you know, for the for the Knicks. So I, I would be 
shocked if they didn't make another trade. I'm just not sure if it's going to be like Kemba and Fournier or like Randall or like a big one. It might, it might be just like a small one, like getting off Burks or like some other contract. I agree. And I don't think there's going to be like any huge, I think it's just getting rid of Burks getting rid of maybe Burks and Kemba. I think they'll end up keeping Fournier. Right. I don't, I think contrary to what <laughs> Logan is saying, I don't think, I think you're the Knicks are getting what you would kind of expect from Fournier. He's never going to be like a secondary, but like he shoots well. And as long as you don't ask him to do too much, I don't think he's like going to hurt you, but it's like right. the one. His shooting has been better the last few weeks. So yeah. it, as long as that stays consistent, I think he's fine for his contract, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. All right. We got – Logan, what are we running on? We're on like an hour and like 24 minutes. Beautiful. We can end it on that. Um. So, yeah, we got tomorrow. Um. I may pop in today. I may pop in the Discord tomorrow in the chat and just like, go <laughs> fucking wild if there's any – yeah, yeah. dude. I might honestly at two p.m. just come in and show. Yeah, that last if, hour. Any, if anything's if anything's crazy, yeah, I'll be working, but I'll hop in. <laughs> nice. Yeah, definitely hop in. Yeah, I, mean, I have no meetings tomorrow, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably hop in around two two thirty. Just blow up, <laughs> just like the NBA blows <laughs> up, and all of a sudden you like something. Cra- I think the last thing, last thing. What is the craziest thing you can see happening tomorrow? Um, Harden. Yeah, definitely. You're in Fox for Julius Randle. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Hey, man, the Kings literally – are the Kings dumb enough to trade for Randle and try to run Randle's bonus? I think they just – I, don't think I so. hope so. <laughs> I hope they're not. <laughs> I Actually, I do hope they are. That'd be great for us, but – Yeah. For the I sake think, of my insanity, I hope they're not. Yeah, I think they're, they're like, done with the, the Randle experiment. I wonder who the other team is who's going to – because their teams do wanted him, so. Utah. I don't know who they give up though. Bogdanovich, maybe no, somebody else. I don't else. want him. Conley, yeah. like I don't want him. Either. I'd rather have Bogdanovich on the floor right now. I'd rather have Mitchell, but all right. Yeah, but I'm saying like you're not getting. No, 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 I, yeah, Mitchell. I was gonna. I mean, Mitchell for Randall and like a bunch of other people. You have to gut the. There roster. are there are tensions. You gut. You have to gut the roster. I know. Yeah, we would. This guy's a psychopath. No, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of these crazy. I'm just trying to think of crazy trade scenarios for Randall and who needs a power forward. We could talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. All right, folks. This I is. I think the Russell Westbrook one will happen. Though. That's all I'm gonna say. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, I, dude. You know how much I like the dude. I just don't think it's 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 like I'm not taking him at 44. Not at I want to see him kind of redeem himself, maybe not get a ring, but just kind of just redeem himself for the sake of his his mental mental his mental health. I feel like hey, everyone, like people are sending him disrespects, dude, in his DM. <laughs> Send me uh, Russell Westbrook can come to the Knicks in three years when I can get to pay him whatever I want to pay him. We should buy him out. <laughs> no, because I'm not giving money back. That's Fuck true. that. This has been another episode of the Pricky Smalls Pod. I'm at st590 on Instagram and darksteve590 on Twitter. Are the Pricky underscore Smalls Pod on IG is our main location. We will be posting more often. Uh, Loken, if you want to share your socials, or if you don't, God bless your soul.
Um, I'm DLowKey99 on Instagram and D underscore LowKey99 on Twitter. And Nick thinks social media is evil. That's correct. This is your friendly reminder that social media is evil. Delete your Facebook, delete your Instagram, delete your Twitter. Just don't delete your Tumblr. (laughs) Or your Reddit. Especially not your Reddit. Dude, have you guys been seeing... Did you guys read uh, the... uh, What's it called? Let me just end this shit first. Good solid defender. Nice passing. Prigioni up top. Harley Jr. puts it up. 